The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast, a full desk today. Kyle Porter, Rick Gaiman, Danny Cannell. After a fun day out here in Phoenix, and I don't think that even begins to start telling the story, but let's start sort of where it ended. 16, final shot of the day. Adam Hadwin steps to his ball, steps off his ball, gets booed, and then hits one to about a foot. Rick Gaiman, I mean, the scenes that unfolded there, take me through your point of view. Yeah, so we, we kind of did the smart thing. We started getting over there for the last final groups to come through, and... You know, when you're in a group as Adam Hadwin with John Rahm, uh, with Scotty Scheffler, right? Mm-hmm. That was, and, and it's just like the, there's so much that those guys just bring out of the crowd. So when you get up there and you step off, you back off your ball, the boos are raining down. Then he hits this uh, this shot in there with so much side sauce on it that we were we were ready to go. And everybody, <laughs> everybody was a full lean. They, the they were going to throw those bottles oh, and cups yeah. no matter yeah. what happened, yeah. and that was good enough to get it done the the closest shot of the day the final shot of the day yeah uh a roll of toilet paper ended up on the 16th green mm. thought it was an auburn get or uh, like it was we were in auburn tumors we were at yeah, tumors yeah. normal stuff it was, yeah very, very normal for a sporting event 16 was uh we were actually talking about it right before that group got there not the it wasn't as exciting as last year obviously sam Ryder makes the one we get another one from carlos ortiz on right. sunday but the way it ended with not only uh, with not only Adam Hadwin's shot, but also John Rahm making the putt from yeah 35 feet, just dripping it in uh, was it was a pretty awesome ending. DK, you were full stage mom. I, yeah, I just, I yeah, just yeah, put I it out there like like I hands under heaven. the chin, stayed taking the shots in. I, mean, I don't know if I was happier there or right now getting crashed the first cut pot. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for letting me do this. It was insane. So you know, as a football player, you're used to getting booed. These guys are not used to getting booed, yeah. but there is always something that you do when you play on the road the best way to silence the crowd is to do something like that and then not but that's the advantage like there is no away crowd so you can win them over and all of a sudden you know you see the beer the cans everything on the green and they clear it all out and then as you mentioned rom gets up there and drops a bomb and they rain it down again it was incredible what a what a great way to finish it out it was an amazing scene and really the only way to start the pod here boys but yeah. let's do what 
which you do, and let's go leaderboard at sure. the top of it. Still, Scotty Scheffler. KP, how do you characterize characterize that round today? Well, it was interesting. I followed him most of the back nine, and he was kind of all over the place. Yeah. The tee. He took an unplayable on uh, 13, made a six there, I believe. And but he kept it together. And and the thing that I think Rick and I Rick and I were just talking about this before we came on air on air. The thing about him that he's doing so well this week is his approach shots. And we saw this on 18. We were just watching it. He hits it pin high, pin high, pin high, pin high. And if you keep doing that, there's just not a lot of room to move backwards. So unless somebody goes out and shoots a 66, shoots a 65 from uh, a little bit deeper back, as long as you take care of the par fives and you continue to hit shots pin high like he was doing... I mean, it, it seems it seems like Scotty Scheffler is going to win right now. Feels a little bit like TPC Scotty Dale. Have we used that one? Oh, there you go. Now <laughs> we're cooking. Good. That's creative. Okay. Let so, me cook. Thank you very much. It only took me four days of being here to come up with that one, our defending champion. Yeah, so I believe we've got, what, five or six other instances of, of somebody going back-to-back at Waste Management. Scotty Scheffler, 18 holes away from doing just that. It does feel, listen, I, I know week in and week out, these leads disintegrate. You know, it's, it's a yeah. two-shot lead right now. That might be gone on the second tee box on, on Sunday on Sunday afternoon, but it does feel a bit like he's got a stranglehold on it because he is so awesome from tee to green. He never makes a ton of big mistakes, and the, that alone puts so much pressure on the rest of the field to run up and grab him. On 17, the uh, tee shot, right? So they're all going for it. Hadwin and Rom both leave it right in the bailout spot where you're supposed to be. Scotty did not like his drive. He was sweating it out because you know the water's over there. It was starting to get over there, and he's the guy that gets up and down for birth. Yeah. I mean, it was just been that kind of day for him all day. But I thought it was interesting, too, because I thought he was spraying a little bit, too. Yeah. And yet he scrambles just as good as anybody as well. Kyle, you just said something for the first time in a long time. For the last few days, it's been there's no way Rom doesn't win this thing. <laughs> you just gave me a little Scotty Scheffler right there. I don't want to hold you to that being your pick. We'll get to the picks down, down the way here on the podcast. But relative to one another, has that opinion changed over these last 18 holes? I, I think so. I mean, Scotty's. Now, I, I, we haven't looked at the odds yet. I, I would assume Scotty's the favorite now when it's been Rom, Rom, Rom for, for yeah. most of the week. And the thing, yeah, with Scotty, I mean, here's the thing. Like, we're going to get some point on Sunday. We saw this at the Masters where it looks like either he's going to fall apart or somebody's charging, but he's got a two shot lead built in. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't seem like a ton because we see guys make up yep. four strokes. I mean, Scotty Shepard at the Tour championship last year he's leading by six all of a sudden they're tied so anything can happen but when you have a two-shot lead built in and you're hitting everything pin high i mean unless somebody goes out and shoots and this could happen somebody could shoot 64 65 it it does seem like sadie shuffler is gonna cruise to a victory there are 10 within four 15 within five Mm -hmm. uh and the course we heard jordan spieth say after his round it's getting more firm it's getting faster there might be an opportunity to go out there and shoot something low but but i i tend to agree without a couple of squares on the card uh scotty feels like he's in control but this is this is what provides the tension of we see we see this so often it's like okay i think this guy is going we saw this with morikawa at kapalua yeah right it's like okay i'm pretty sure more and he had a much bigger lead i'm pretty sure morikawa is going to cruise to 
victory. All of a sudden, he's hitting chips like me and oh, Rick. And not like Danny, but like me and Rick. And John Rahm is leapfrogging him. So I think the tension, like the stage has been set, and the tension is can Scotty Cruz to go back to back, or is Rahm, Spieth, Xander, Ricky Fowler going to come yeah. from behind to catch him? Danny, we've been sitting here all week talking about the floor of John Rahm. Like, it doesn't feel like he has his A stuff this week, and there he is at the top of the leaderboard. How impressed are you just by con- how consistent he is when maybe it's not all there at once? So I'm incredibly stubborn, and I picked him to win before the day started. I'm going to stick with him. You know, you talk about the you know the ability to scramble, get up and down, but you talk about somebody who's comfortable in this environment. He is bantering with the crowd. He's going back. So, I, you know, every time I'm like a nerdy golf like fan. Like, I just want to see what these guys are about. Uh-huh. I'm watching their mannerisms, and, you know, Jordan Spieth or Scotty Scheffler or some of these guys are walking by like, nice putt. You know, they don't respond. They don't say anything. They're just like laser focused on the next one. Rom's like, hey man, what like what's up? He didn't like he's just he's there on the 18th tee. He tees off. Or no, he doesn't tee off. Um Scheffler teed off first. And then there's a couple hecklers, right? That they're all over the place around here. And the guy is wearing out Scotty, like, hey, you're not gonna be one for long. You'll just get big Rombo's coming for you. <laughs> and Rom turned around <laughs> and gave him like the stare down. Uh-huh. And like he can kind of control this crowd. Yeah. Another one he comes up, didn't hit a great chip, got there heckling him, having fun with him, and he goes over and goes, yeah, come on, why don't you try it? You do better. Like, he's he thrives in this atmosphere. He even wanted a little bit more after yeah. he'd put yeah. uh, on 16. He gave, him, he gave him the Rory. He did. I can't yeah. He gave, there's a little, uh, come on, <laughs> maybe, an, maybe an early message there from Rombo. The interesting thing and the perspective that you've offered here is only one that you get when you are walking with these groups. Some things that you can only see when you are here, and we saw something that you could really only see when you're here, Rick. I want you to take me through what we saw on 13. Xander Shoffley sure. sitting four back right now. Uh, yeah. By no means out of this, but it got a little shaky. Uh, got the speed wobbles there at 13, and an interesting ruling that we sort of took in firsthand. Yeah, so set the scene here. Obviously, Xander Shoffley is, is in the mix. I think he was potentially one back at the at the I time so. when he got to yeah. 13. Uh, his drive is basically at the base of a tree, and from what we were gathering, we were probably only 20 yards away from mm-hmm. it, that he was trying to get relief from a, a burrowing animal. Now, that alone is like Nor- normal sport. Normal sport. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, We've seen Bryson try to get relief from like fire from fire ant. What designates a burrowing animal? And and the thing that <laughs> what? Hold on, hold on, hold it's on. It's true. This is what we've what? got to talk about. The, the the reality that we have to ask the like legitimately ask the question: What designates a burrowing animal? That's yeah. why. That's why we're here. The can you imagine? A, can you imagine covering like a Lakers Suns game? Like, <laughs> what designates a burrowing animal? I'd be absurd. <laughs> well, whatever ruling he got initially from the first rules official on the scene, mm-hmm. Xander did not like, did not get his relief. The second opinion that he got seemed to provide him that relief. Joe, in the moment, you and I thought he was taking an unplayable. You, my, you, I, two of the marshals that were, everybody yes. thought that he was taking so an unplayable. So, I, I, was, I was saying, if I would have known this was going to be a bigger thing, and I would have gone up there and take a, taken a boots on the ground. Of it, boots on the ground, but I was under the impression he was taking his unplayable. Now, he would go on to make uh, a couple more bogeys coming that's in. Your, that's one of your boys. That's one of my, yeah, that's that's one of my guys. There's a lot of us. It's a pro Eagles crowd here. Uh, makes a couple bogeys coming in, Kyle, and I think that potentially could be another example of ball don't lie. Now, we saw, well, it could be ball don't lie, or it could be a guy who knows that he might have been operating in the gray area, KP. Would you go that far? Run the, run the Rashid, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Don't lie. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, 
I okay. I don't know what happened. I, I didn't sure. see it like you guys did. I we were close. I mean, listen. I, yeah, he the official. We didn't get a look at the lock. The official gave him release. Yes. So he what? Did I, everything what, by the books. What I will say is this is going to be a story going into Sunday. So yeah. either it needs to be. I was looking through. Uh, the, I don't know if Xander didn't talk. The transcript hasn't come out yet, but it needs to be addressed by somebody, whether it's Xander or the you know show the like the conversation that was had between mm-hmm. an official and Xander, which we've seen before. Yeah, this this happens all the time, and I guarantee you if it was... You know who who doesn't play on this tour anymore? Patrick, there, yeah. there would be there would be tape out there. So uh, raise your hand if you're blocked. Can I get can oh. I get a check? Oh, okay. So just I'm right there. Yeah. We got three, oh, yeah. three or four. Yeah. I guess yeah. I, it's more like I raise, your, work raise your hand if you're not sued. Yeah. <laughs> it's the real question. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I don't think anybody's accusing Sander of anything. Yeah. It just is something that needs to be addressed going into the final round. Maybe a little bit more amplified if we are talking about him in the final group. Right. Four back on Sunday. Yeah. He is sitting four back. It was perhaps a two shot swing in that moment, but he does have work to do and plenty out in front of him. We'll have plenty more out in front of us here on the First Cut Podcast live from the WM after we take a quick break. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking uh, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there, and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order, plus free shipping. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym and Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it and it's incredibly comfortable stuff whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there, and I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now, here's what you can do for for our listeners. Uh, First-time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. 
Welcome back to the First Cut Podcast, live from the WM Phoenix Open. Danny Cannell, Rick Gaiman, Kyle Porter, Joe Musso, fellas. I said it once, I'll say it again. What a day. Uh, let's just let's just begin right there. And there's so much happening on this golf course, and I think that is a direct result of the field that we've had and the leaderboard that's come together. Let's not forget Jordan Spieth hanging around. Who Kyle forget? Porter. Who's forgetting? Well, it was an interesting day. It was an interesting day for both Spieth and Rom, where we followed them for a bit. Yeah. They weren't making moves, even par more pars than we expect out of speed usually and then they throw a few at it coming home to really get right around the lead i believe three back at 10 under yeah that was the story for speed rick and i picked him up on the eighth hole didn't really do anything we actually saw him over here he hit a fan uh on his tee shot on 11 mm-hmm. and i went up and asked the fan where, where where did he hit you and he said you don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> which uh which more spark, curious which <laughs> round. actually i do want to know i uh, gave him an autograph ball and then made what three birdies coming home two birdies coming home the thing about Spieth, and I don't know if this is good or bad, Rick, but he's hitting the – if you look at uh, iron play, if you look at kind of guys – we talked about Scotty hitting it hole high on every hole. Right. Not literally, but it seemed like it. Spieth's kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. He's make, He's just putting a little bit worse. And Spieth <laughs> – like when he gets hot with the putter, obviously well documented what he does. The problem is he just can't seem to get hot with the putter. So is that something that could happen on Sunday? It, it was almost the opposite of him getting hot. I mean, nearly every putt we saw him hit, he was up and out of it, walking after it almost immediately. He hated it it's, off the club face. It's the opposite of the Kevin Na where he walks it in. Right, <laughs> he walks and you know it's not right. It's, it's like it's definitely no not chance. going in. The reverse knot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was obviously a lot of putting frustrations. He actually mentioned that to Mark Immelman in his in his post-round interview. He just said he could not match line and pace on Saturday, and that's going to be troublesome as you're trying to track down some of the best players in the world. Yeah, we saw on 12, he had a three-putt on 12 after getting in trouble on the fairway, mm-hmm. hit it on. He said, oh, he's going to escape with a par. He three putts. But you never know. He maybe catches a little something, finds something to hang on to to bring in some positivity tomorrow. Uh, Danny, you have made points here on mannerism, yeah. the, what you're taking in. How about the mannerisms of Jordan Spieth? I mean... Do you like that? You like the, uh, the swing routine? I mean, I, there's a forward whatever press. Whatever sport foot, I've yeah. ever played, it's like you want to get it and go, yeah. right? I mean, maybe there's a trigger or something that you use. Oh, there's a that. lot of triggers. <laughs> there are like 18 of them. And it's, so there's a Rube Goldberg it's device. Painful. To me, it's almost painful to watch. I'm like, God, just go, 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 go. And he doesn't, but hey, he's still trying to figure the, it out. The, the, list, the list of his triggers is like somebody unfurling a scroll. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, okay, I've done these 27 things. Now I can... <laughs> a pilot readying for launch. Here's the, the second all the gauges. He's three shots back. Three shots the back. best field of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and we talked about it on last night's pod. If it was a buy now price at 28 to 1, he made and I said four hell shots. Yes. Absolutely it was because in four shots that changed to a, it was a 12 to 1. Yeah, his, his morning got off to a really hot start. Remember, he was trying to complete his second round. Yeah. He he made that five-footer that we referenced last night on 13. Yep. Immediately birdies 14. So those are the four strokes that took him from 28 to 12 to 1 in tw- six minutes. Yeah, right. star power, no shot shortage here at the WM, but there's also some names lingering that could cash big checks and really change lives uh, in these upcoming moments on Sunday. Uh, Adam Hadwin is still hanging around after sharing that first shot, uh, first round lead, excuse me, with Nick Taylor. Taylor, sitting right there, Rick Gaiman, what would this mean for him at this juncture of his career? Uh, we can't shake these Canadians That's right it. now. You know, they're like still... Are we, are we trying to? <laughs> no, I mean, I think 
think it's fine, but but they are they're hanging tough. It's it's impressive, right? And we were kind of looking over this leaderboard and we were pointing out all the best names. And right, we were we were kind of glossing over the Nick Taylors of the world and the Adam Adwins of the world. But uh, you have to remember that the new normal now on tour is this twenty million dollar payday. So first place, three point six. Second by yourself, two point one. Third, one point three. How about this, Danny? A cool almost million nine hundred eighty thousand for fourth. So Nick Taylor, Adam Hadwin, um, of course they're still in it. Taylor's sixteen to one to win. Odds makers don't love it, but a ton to play for. And you got to wonder if those numbers, guys. I mean, I know you're human. When I was about to get drafted, I kept what I unfortunately fell in the draft, so I kept just watching the dollar signs go away. You wonder at what point does a guy like Nick Taylor start checking some of that? I mean, I guarantee he doesn't want to, but it's human nature to not know exactly what's at stake. Well, I, I was going to ask you: Did you ever have any like an incentive in your contract where it's like, okay, I know the last game if I go out and do X, if I beat Jordan, so Steve. yeah, because that, that's essentially what's yeah, happening, right? It's like, so I, I so I played arena football. And you got a thousand dollars for every touchdown you threw. So and I was paid a salary, it was like seventy grand a year. But then you know you could you could throw let that thing rip. Arena football is you like could a throw big, ten yeah. touchdowns in a game. So I was out there asking the coach, "Hey, let's keep chucking it. We're up like fifty four to that's you know seven. I'm like, no, no, let's keep throwing it. Yeah, a couple Mahomes shovel passes goes into the books as a as a. But I love fan. the incentive. Some guys thrive in that. Some guys will you know you can think about it, and that incentive is something that actually gets them dialed in and it makes them play even better. While some guys might think about it overwhelms them. They're like. Oh, I can't believe I'm losing this much money. Kyle, our first designated event of the season. Can you envision a world where it is a Nick Taylor or an Adam Hadwin and not one of these other big boppers? First full field designated. We had thank uh, you, yes, which was small field. Yeah, these we're getting all these qualifiers. There's some qualifiers. We're working on it. Yeah, I I came into the week not even knowing if it was designated or or elevated elevated or whatever. But bars, I don't. um, No, I I I can't. I mean, it's a little bit. And being out here, you know, it's interesting because it feels. We were talking about this it, as we were walking around. It's not a major. Like, you know in your head, this is not a major. It's not a major. It feels big time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, and it's a party and the golf. Uh, we were talking about it seems a little incidental sometimes. But if you're inside the ropes, if you're on 16, if you're on 17, it's like this feels like a big deal. It's different than a yeah. Byron Nelson. It's different than a Colonial, which I've been inside the ropes at both of those. This just fe- and Some of it is you've got a lot going on. You've got helicopters and airplanes and fans everywhere and people drinking but it is it is a big deal and i and so i think in the same way where you wouldn't you wouldn't go into the final round of a major thinking nick taylor adam Hadwin, they're getting it done and i kind of feel the same way here well let's talk numbers here guys and see where you do stand heading into this final round starting off with maybe someone a little bit further down the board rick if we're looking for a value proposition something with a little longer number where are you going to take us admittedly i i don't love anything too far down the board if something if somebody not named Scotty Scheffler wins this golf tournament. He's probably have to come back to the field at least a little bit. Give us a little bit of help. John Rahm obviously close enough to chase everybody down. But but Sung Jae's still interesting, right? Like we have not gotten the real low Sung Jae M round yet, right? And he's lurking there. I think he's let's see, uh, twenty five to one. He's nine under, so he's four shots back. We haven't seen the low one from him, right? We got the low one from we got the low one from Scotty. We got the low one from Sam Burns. We got the low one from Jordan Spieth. Let's get a low one from Sungjae. That's uh, that's the middle spot on the Rick Game and Bingo card. We had to stamp Sungjae, so we one. got the pick in. Yep. Kyle Porter, a little longer shot. What do you like? <laughs> 
Well, uh, Rick mentioned who I like, which is Sam Burns. Okay. He's five back, so he's eight under. He shot, I think he shot the round of the day. Today. Round of the day by two, uh, 64. Bogey he hasn't putted at all this week. And he's somebody that, so I think 16 under wins it. Okay. I think if Scotty gets to 16, we go Vince Carter. Uh, dot gift. Dot gift. <laughs> so I think, so Burns would have to shoot, what is that, 63 to win it? Or get into a playoff, something, something yeah. like that? I, th- I think I, Burns Burns on a heater is like, yeah. it's a lightning. I yeah. mean, it's it's crazy. Like yeah. He can get super hot. He hasn't putted that well yet. Burns at 65 to 1, I think is, uh, is very interesting. Danny, a sprinkle? The leaderboard here is phenomenal. I'm just looking down the list. I'm like, <laughs> you man, you can make a case. Like, Ricky Fowler, yep. Jason Day, they're only four shots back. Tony Finau is five shots. Like, there's so many guys that you feel like could make a run. Those are some fan favorites. I would, re- but kind of with you guys, I don't know if I'd play anything outside the top what three. Would you, how about, so you you mentioned it, uh, Scotty Scheffler, even money. So would you take Scotty or the field? Oh, I t- I'm always a field guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would take the field with in a heartbeat. The, take the field. Field, yeah. yeah. The week started as Rory and Rom or the field, <laughs> and here we are, Scotty or the field. So uh, things have definitely transpired over these last three days, and they will continue to. We remember how it all went down on Sunday. So if catching the bounce, and then yeah. Scotty, our ultimate winner. A lot can happen over these next 18 holes, but we got to put it in stone here. I'm staying with my pick from a night ago. Let's ride the roller coaster again. Jordan Spieth, Kyle Porter, who takes it home. Did you enjoy the roller coaster? <laughs> it wasn't a roller. Like we, it was literally, it, it was as flat as the terrain out here. And then we hit the mountains. Then For we hit sure. the mountains in the background. We had a little fun on the way home. But I'm going to stick with my pick. Yeah, I like that. I, I'm, I'm going to stick with my pick as well, John Rom. Okay. Uh, there was. So I said the tension has kind of been, kind of been laid. Of, of Scotty either either goes out and cruises or he kind of kicks it away a little bit. There was a three shot, or there was almost a three shot swing on. Uh, was it 13 when Scotty took the unplayable? Rom had a 10 foot eagle putt, and you're like. That's a three-shot swing in like ten minutes. Yep. So we see that a lot out here. Rom uh, drives it beautifully. I know Scotty's hitting it well too, but uh, I think Rom gets it done. We're sticking Scotty Scheffler. I just think, and we were looking at his stat profile before we went hot here, and it's it's the same thing. I cannot stress that enough. The same tee to green yeah. and putting stat profile that we have seen from Scotty Scheffler for a year is the same stat profile that we have gotten for the first three rounds of the WM Phoenix Open. I don't have any reason to think that that is going to change unless it, somebody it, goes out. It doesn't out. change. It's so, it's, I would love to see you do some sort of like, who who has the least amount of change yeah. round to round in each in each statistical category? He's sending you home from Phoenix with homework. A little bit of homework. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet Scotty's up there. I bet you he is too. Danny, what do you like? I'm sticking with Rob too. We were watching 18. What was that, about four foot putt? Yeah. To stay in the final group mm-hmm. and I was saying, man, like you do not want to miss this putt and have to sleep on this all night. Gets it right in the left side to drop. I'm going to say that was a kind of a momentum builder for him going into tomorrow. What a Saturday it was here at the WM. More fun coming on Sunday. It worked a night ago, so Rick Gaiman, wrap us up. Yeah, we'll be back uh, to do it all again after the final round here (laughs) at the WM Phoenix Open for Danny Cannell, for Joe Musso, for Kyle Porter. I'm Rick Gaiman. This has been the First Cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.